From Los Angeles, California, this is Burncast and I'm the Bomb. On today's episode, my friend Judd and I meet with three artists collaborating on a sonic sculpture called the Metatron that's a cross between an electronic drum kit and a Japanese transformer robot for the Coachella Music Festival. Coachella happened to take place the same week in Azara of Dozura, of which we covered in our last podcast. Brian Tortora, also known as Corndog, is an artist who's done numerous interactive sound sculptures for both Burning Man and Coachella. In creating the Metatron, he enlisted the help of several artists and technicians. In our second interview, we talked to Henry Strange and DJ Junjun about the sound designs they implemented for Metatron. We begin by speaking with Corndog as he takes a small break from working on the project at his workshop in Topanga Canyon, California. The project is for Coachella Music Festival. It's called Corn God Transformer, and we've actually just recently renamed it Metatron. So Metatron is actually the archangel of, of God. So we decided to you know, get as high as we possibly could. And uh, basically what it is is a uh, drum. It's an electronic drum machine that is in the form of a Japanese robot transformer. So it's essentially a nine-foot Japanese robot transformer that is a robot in one, in one phase, and then it transforms down mechanically, very rudimentarily, into a sort of dino hybrid animal spirit. And so essentially faceted to the, the machine itself are a bunch of junk parts that we found in the streets of Los Angeles. And actually... I just got back from Austin, Texas, from Art Outside. We started the project there, and I held a workshop out at Art Outside with uh, a Burning Man buddy of mine, Tyler Hansen. He produces that event, um, along with a bunch of other folks out there in Austin. And we collected a bunch of junk metal in Austin. The mutators actually shipped my piece and all my equipment out there. And um, we spent two weeks working on building a sculpture with some people out there, and then we shipped it back, you know, just to regular transit. And now it's going out to Coachella Music Festival, which is a two-day festival out in Indio Valley. Probably about 100,000 people will roll through there throughout the entire weekend. So it's, wow. a, it's a big event. And so there's, there's quite a few uh, Burning Man artists that are going to be out there. Rosanna was out there last year. Sid Klinge does his Tesla coil. The um, Thermal Kraken guys were out there. LT, Mustard Seed, she's done pieces. And, of course, Christian Risto has been a pretty heavy Coachella uh, artist who's been doing it probably as long or maybe longer than I have. I've been out there for six years. This will be my sixth year, and I think Christian maybe has been out there for seven. So you've done other art projects for Coachella. Yeah, yeah. and actually Coachella has been a really great funding resource for us. They've always paid me good money, and you know, progressively the money has gotten more and, prog- and stronger. So it's been a really good resource. So I'm always happy about working with those guys. Uh, and the and the event is great. It's out in the uh, near Palm Springs, so you know the the weather is always amazing and beautiful and gorgeous. And it's on a polo field, so and it's uh, like a multi multitude of different types of tents. So it's very much like a Burning Man environment. There's a lot of different sorts of things um, to go see all at once, including the art. And so basically, what we do is we're going to be inviting people to come and bang on my sculpture. And so it's it's it used to typically. Uh, I have been creating sculptures that I use drumsticks, but this time we decided to do an electronic addition to the, um, in addition to the drumsticks. Actually, we're cutting out the drumsticks entirely, and it's all going to be touch sensitive through uh, drum pads and MIDI triggers. And so basically, you'll be able to hit it 
and there'll be four levels of sound. There'll be a, a, a hard sound, there'll be a medium hard sound, a soft sound, and a medium soft sound. So there'll be, uh, of all, I think we have 24 inputs, so you multiply that by four, wow. there's all those different types of sounds. And so basically what we're doing is we're, we're um, um, uh, Henry Strange, I'm working with Henry Strange, who's a uh, uh, part of the Fateless Flows Collective, uh, who I met at LA Art Fest back in June of last year and he's programming all of the all the samples for the MIDI sequencing and we we basically have been talking about doing all sorts of animal spirits and really tribal sounds and now we're talking about integrating a wireless mic so that we can talk to people while they're um, while they're while they walk up to it so we'll you know somebody be walking up to me and be like hey you in the red such and such or whatever what are you doing don't bang on that you know whatever so we'll kind of hide in the crowd and talk to people, and, and, and it'll, we're, we're going to actually program program the voice to be robotic, so when it's in its transformer state, it'll go, rawr, rawr, you know, talk like crazy. Uh, how did you conceive of this, this particular project? Well, originally, I was going to do it for Burning Man, and it was going to be steam-driven, and then I started to look into steam-driven parts and pieces and just the technology of steam, and I was really interested in, in, in amalgamating the sort of the symbology of the turn of the century steam the thing that really brought us into the industrial revolution and amalgamating it with where we are at now which is kind of a technological breakthrough and then now we're moving into the spiritual what i call divine technology um and so this is actually a, a part of a divine technology which is why we've named it archangel metatron named it after metatron so, so essentially that piece developed and then I looked into steam, steam and then it was just like, oh my God, this is way too complicated and it's going to take me five years to complete this project. And <laughs> I mean, I can, I'm dedicated to, you know, creating my art, but I don't know about dedicating to, you know, creating a steam engine for, you know, the next five years, but we'll see what happens. Maybe that'll be something that I do when I'm 80 or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, one, one um, gallon of steam equals a stick of dynamite when it's wow. actually yeah so you have to be very very cautious and you know know what you're doing and the engineering is very intense so basically what I did was I, I came up with this, this idea of doing a transformer and I really just you know I always love transformers and I love the idea that one thing can transition into another as a transmutation even a, a spiritual transmutation and so I wanted to adapt that into my work and I came up with this idea of amalgamating the uh, transformer, the Japanese transformer with the animal, like a din dinosaur animal spirit. And he's actually like got, he's got the feet of a, of a duck or like a, a very water spirit, maybe even the frog. He's got the tail of a lizard. His head is going to be an eagle and his feet are sort of, or his hands are kind of like monkey, big monkey hands. So... And then we're just going to see what we what we come from there. But I just got back from the uh, junkyard today. We did a big junkyard search and found a lot of really good parts for the facade. And we're going to be putting the facade on today and then uh, wiring it all up and testing it out. Wow. So, lots of work ahead of us. Yeah. So you'll be working around the clock on this. 24 hours, man. I've been up already wow. for 24, so it'll probably be a 48-hour day with cat naps in between, of course. Where else will it be seen besides Coachella? Planning on, I put a proposal in for um, for Singularity, and then there's something with Green Sector, and I don't think that I'm going to make it out to Burning Man this year, because I decided that I'm probably going to take a break from Burning Man. I've been burning since 1993, and you're allowed to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Larry? <laughs>
I, I'm, if there's anybody who's interested in showing it at events that, that you know around the country, um, I definitely, I'm going to go returning, return back to Art Outside uh, with the sculpture in its full glory. And so those guys out there will be able to see it. And I don't have any other plans for it, but if anybody wants to call me up and, or get on my website, then I'm sure you can get a hold of, you, a hold of me through briantortora.com. That's spelled T-O-R-T-O-R-A. And Brian with an I. This isn't the first time that you would have... I mean, you've... You've, you've moved it, your artworks, your sculptures, like all over the United States before, right? Yeah. Like you'll, you'll go anywhere, basically. Yeah, yeah. Basically what I do is I have a, a 4x8 cube, cube uh, truck, and it's just small enough to basically dismantle everything and pack it all in there and get all of my equipment in there. I actually spend 13 months traveling around the United States, going from place to place, doing my work and you know seeing the country and getting connected with communities. So. Greg! <laughs> there we go. We got a, we got a you, community. You drink. said the c word. We'll swill to that. We'll swill to that. Cheers, you Cheers. guys. Mm. Woo! Delicious <laughs> and nutritious. Yes, and nutritious, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little curious about something else too. Um, when you make artwork that's going to be, well, the people are going to inter- interact with. Right. Unpredictable is the word that comes in the end. Yes. <laughs> like what, and it's so much must happen. I mean, uh, you have to be so prepared all the time that the slightest thing could go wrong, especially with something using electronics. Right. That you're going to have to... Yeah, the idiot maybe. factor is huge. We always prepare for the idiot factor. <laughs> and especially at something like Coachella where you get a bunch of drunken, you know, such and such is out there doing their thing. And, you know, I, I like, I, I enjoy watching people get involved and watching people go through their tra- their sort of spiritual transformation. I have a lot of spiritual transformation going on, you know. Because some people will actually approach my work, they won't know what to do, and then they see other people doing it, and then they get involved, and then the next thing you know, they're completely out of their heads and just like, you know, having a, a great time, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And so I like to see them opening up and letting their own barriers go. But there is a respect issue that happens. Some people just get a little a little out of control because I'm allowing people basically to crush my sculptures and beat on them and, and unpredictable things will happen. Mm-hmm. And I you know, I've gotten really good about welding super strong welds <laughs> and I've got some techniques now where I know what's gonna happen, so I've got it down to a science. But this year we'll be doing all hand it, everything's going to be done with the fist, so mm-hmm. if you're going to bang on my sculpture, your hand's probably going to go faster <laughs> than my sculpture is going to go. But we'll see what happens. You know, you, the unpredictable factor always happens. You never know what's going to happen. Our guest has been Corndog speaking about his latest project, the Metatron. Next, we speak to Henry Strange and Junjun about engineering sound for the project. But first, let's listen to a mix by Junjun. The most exciting time of the time of the
In our next interview, we speak to Henry Strange and Jun Jun of Pure Tone Productions as they collaborated with Corndog and created this sound design for Metatron. Let's listen. My name is Henry Strange. I am composer, sound designer. So I'm helping Corndog. Pretty much called me up one day. He's like, hey, so you want to put sound in a nine-foot robot? And I'm like, sure. And here we are. If you know about Corndog's past projects, he does sonic sculptures, meaning that they, he, most all his sculptures, people play. You know, people bang on and make noise. Typically, he just like provides these metal sticks and you can hit it on it and it just creates a whole bunch of racket. Which is cool too, of course. This time around, he wanted this thing to be a little bit more futuristic. You know, as you can use a robot for, for one. Uh, we, you know, we had the whole concept of actually putting triggers. So like, if you're familiar with like electronic drum set, you know, how just electronic drum, drum sets are triggered. So this is going to be triggered the same way. So these are little touch sensitive uh, pads that will, uh, will stick to the metal shelling of the robot. So when you hit the surface of the, of the shelling, you know, this time no drumsticks. So this thing won't get totally beat up. So you t but it'll be sensitive enough if you hit it by hand, it will trigger off a certain sound that we play through the PA that's built into the robot. Wow, so how hard do you have to hit it to get a response? Oh, so it's very soft. Yeah. Oh, it's just really? it's like a drum, you know? You can imagine how hard you have to hit a drum to get a sound. And it'll be also velocity sensitive, meaning the, the, how hard you hit it will change the actual sound. So you can actually, you can, if you hit it really hard, it'll be a different sound. If you hit it softly, it'll be a different sound. Hopefully we're trying to, you know, with the fingers crossed, we'll try to get three sounds in per trigger. Meaning if someone hit it really hard, it'll play one. If you hit it soft, it'll play another. So it's cacophony. And, it, and it, in between, there'll be another sound. Yeah. So you're going for cacophony. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but one thing cool about this whole thing is that the, the PA, is, it's just the PA that's built in. So we can actually play music through it, we can play whatever we want through it. You know, if you want to have a DJ in front of it, you know, playing playing music through the robot. Wow. So, you know, it's just a PA, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I guess the other thing too is we're going to incorporate a, a vocoder, which, so, wow. and we want to we want to hang, hang from the side and kind of have the audience all there and just start talking. Like, <laughs> Please step away, you know. This is Greg. Greg. Hey, Hello. Greg. Known as DJ Junjun. And what are you doing with this project? How are you um, participating? Well, Henry brought Henry brought me in to help wire and assist and program and bring life to this monster. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm here with my soldering iron and everything else. And, um, yeah, we have. You can hear the fear in our voices. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's next? <laughs> so, so this is this is kind of an unusual thing for you guys to be doing. This is not your. Yeah, we're, I, usually, I do music for like TV and then also like, as an electronic artist, so I was just, and then he also produced and he's a DJ. Yeah, this is definitely unusual. But I've done installation projects before, but nothing, nothing quite like this. It's always been like, you know, installing things into a room that kind of triggered by people walking into a room, something like that. Did a bank vault wow. where there was a, a, a series of theremins inside a bank vault. Oh, so. Fun. <laughs> wow. so I mean, so I have little experience, but like actually putting like drum triggers on the nine-foot robot, I uh, you know. <laughs> brand, brand new. Do you think it's gonna work, or do you have? Well, like I said, together? we have we have definitely fear in our voices. <laughs> we're on the timeline. Yeah, so. we're on timeline, and um, I, I'm, you know, you know how it is. You you get afraid and then don't do it, and then it doesn't happen. <laughs> and you pull an all-nighter, and then it does. Right. <laughs> so, well, we'll make we'll make it happen. How did how did Corn Dog find you? Met at the LAR Fest last year, where uh, I was involved with coordinating the electronic music stage, and he was doing tons of sculpture for that whole event. You know, we all came early, and it was just he was one—he was one of the few people camping out at the site, 
So naturally, <laughs> pretty much everyone ran. And his, his, he, had, he did tons of stuff for that. He did like the sculpture, the stages, and like he did the whole, practically the whole thing. So, you know, and then we met then. Of course, after that, we hung out and just, you know, he came over for, for little dinner parties here and there. And, you know, and he, he travels all over the place, so we didn't really stay in touch. This is pretty cool. I, I wish I was going to Coachella this year to see it. I, it's my yeah, first yeah. year I'm not going. <clears throat> Well, actually, one thing great, Greg, Greg here set us up to, to, to play, actually, at the Doolab tent. Yeah. Oh, so, cool. So we're playing, playing Saturday, Saturday, night, Saturday night and then Sunday. Sunday the I am a little curious about something. So you guys are now getting in, involved. Like you said, you met Dog last year right. and did a few installations, but nothing like, quite like this. So you guys are kind of jumping into this in a different way. And instead of doing something in a practical sense, it's more of like in, in almost like... For art's sake. Artistic, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, I, so now this is, this is kind of a new thing, and I bet this appeals to you guys, since a lot of what you do, you may have you may do, like, stuff that just applies for in, in a practical sense. But then you obviously have an artistic side, being musical artist. Right. So right. doing something like this, you think this is kind of the beginning of something kind of new and different, where you think you'll be jumping into, uh, or just getting involved, or maybe even starting more of these. For me, it feels more like revisiting college. Because after mm -hmm. I got out of college, all of a sudden it's like, all right, you got to make money. Right. You got to make a career, and you got to do this, and you got to commercialize. And, right. You know. Yeah. And in, during college, I mean, we did all the craziest stuff. Like, ex far out experimental stuff. It doesn't matter, because, you know, no one's getting paid. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's, no, it's not even about the money. It's just about how far you can take it. So, we, you know, we did a lot of strange, like, installation stuff. And, like, concerts where it's just really experimental music. So, you know, so it's it's actually been pretty inspiring because I feel like, you know, I had that juvenile kind of sense again, like, okay, <laughs> you know, this is completely impractical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course, there's a part of me too, like, hmm, we can use this for marketing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. right, we can use this to do this and... You know, yeah, which is not a bad thing. The unknown yeah. comes out of that when you're doing right. something and you think it's impractical and, right. and, sent, and pointless. It's just true. whimsical and then something can. That's very really true. Gorgeous. That's very true. And, and like we were just at the speaker store, the spar store, and we we're just buying all their stuff because we just did, ran out of time to really do our you know, shopping. <laughs> and we were thinking, like, you know, you know, talking to the, uh, the guy who works here, you know, it's like, it's like, he's like, this is really interesting what you guys are doing. I'm like, hey, give us your email. We'll send you pictures and send it to your corporate office, you know. Maybe next year you can you sponsor, sponsor it. it. Yeah. 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 I was just like, okay, wait, here we go. Wait, you know, so. Now one thing we did was we, we, uh, we restarted Henry's company that he had down in Florida, puretoneproductions.com. Henry was working on some surround sound um, bed type experiment. We were using things to, this is a, another way to affect people sonically with vibration and either bring happiness or joy, either through... Um, certain certain tones, certain keys, because everyone relates to a certain key, sure. and um, that's one thing we were working on together is actually working on a surround sound, um, kind of like a massage type bed, where it's like they add the vibration into the whole healing process, and through certain keys you can affect people and you know uplift, and there's a whole other aspect through the artistic side of it, as you know what we're trying to do. Yeah, more on the practical end. Practical. sound. Yeah, it's really cool. But the people who are working the hardest on this thing is Brian and his crew because they have their hands and ears and their, everything dirty. And we're sitting here playing with little wires. 
Culture and community of Burning Man. I'm the Bomb, the host. For more information about these and other podcasts, please visit www.burncast.net. A special thanks to Lecter of NoSpectators.com for hosting these podcasts. <laughs>